Alrighty, it's episode 10 of the Husband Material Podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the fact that we've made it to the final four of the Push Comedy Theater 3-on-3 improv competition, uh, March Madness basketball-themed improv competition without basketball being affiliated with the improv portion of the show but with there is a basketball at the beginning and then you don't use it for the improv and you're not penalized for not having basketball in your set welcome to miami i'm a no i'm a nami uh all of that is that a will smith song yeah that's the song summertime by jiggy smithies uh I like DJ Jazzy Jeff because his name was Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Double J. Yeah. I wonder if there was a conversation that was had by Will and Jeff. Jeff and Will. uh, Where they first discussed, like, should we have a band name? And they're like, no, we should. If we want to go on to do different things, Jeff was probably like... This is just a, a stepping stone for me. I'm going to go on to do bigger and better things. But I'll align myself with you, William, temporarily. And uh, and then, so they didn't have a band name, so they could both have promotion individually. Uh, Worked out really well for, right. for William. William. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, I feel like, maybe had larger aspirations at the beginning. You know what I am? If I had to, if I could... <gasps> If I had to say one thing that I am, it's jazzy. Uh, I'm going to put that in my name. William, would you like to uh, have a fun descriptive word in your name? Fresh? Because he was did the he, Fresh Prince. He, he never went by Will Smith, did he, at the beginning? No, it was, he was, it was the Fresh Prince and so Jazzy now, Jeff. So now I want to change my answer. Jazzy Jeff had a little more of a level head. Yeah, Will Smith went in hard with Fresh Prince. Who do you think Will Smith viewed as the king? Um, maybe. Ooh, that's hold on. That's Harrison. new. Sorry, that. How do I turn that off? Maybe Michael Jackson. What your ringer? No, it did it on the computer. Oh. Because my laptop and my phone are linked together, so when I get a text message, it pops up on my computer as well. Right. And when I get a call, it actually rings on my computer that as well. Is, so I can answer from my computer. That is to pick up my very phone. obnoxious. It is. It would be cool to take calls. Well, let's see if like, I can <laughs> just turn this puppy down, and maybe we can still... I don't even know if we can still hear anything anymore. I mean, I can still hear me. Okay. So how do you think uh, the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff met? Do you think it happened organically? And they just like were like, you know, two guys, and they just bumped into each other and were like, hey, I like what you're doing. <laughs> I like what you're doing. Let's get together and make some music. Or do you think they were paired together by like talent scouts? Interesting. I think they were bros. I, I know f- that we could probably look it up, but we'll leave that to the listener. Um, to do your own research, what I'm, <laughs> what I, I just wanted to speculate about it. Uh, what I'm going to say is that they were rivals when they first started. Oh. And uh, 
they were at each other's throats. And it took um, a severe battle, a rap battle or DJing battle. Maybe it was Well, just, one of the two. One of them would have to be. He was probably DJing and battling with his DJ skills against the Fresh Prince. Right. Who was rapping against his beats. And I'm I'm going to say probably by like the second or third time of them going at it, they realized they were just going together. And they're like, wow, kind you kind of can't really. Yeah, yeah they, they were battling. The crowd was like, guys, chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get where you're going, crowd. Thanks, crowd. Uh, before you said something, I did just look up a, a brief thing about DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. I just looked up his current net worth. Oh, Jazzy yeah. Jeffries. Yeah, and he's network. doing just fine without the Fresh Prince. Huh. $8.5 Well, I was thinking he probably was doing something just on the low. Yeah. But doing it well. Do, yeah, he's, he's doing it, but definitely doing it well. What is Jazzy Jeffrey doing right now? Um, uh, One thing I looked up, it's, it says he, he attended... The Philadelphia School of John Bartram High School. His name has been enshrined at the school's Wall of Fame. So, well, he's got okay, that. but like now, not. Well, because I'm sure he was enshrined in the '90s. Well, he just celebrated his 52nd birthday. Okay. Um, I want to know how he's worth 8.5 still. He has quite a few mixtapes that have come out within the last... Uh, well, the last one came out in 2012, but... Oh, okay. Uh, 2012, he had a, a mixtape. 2011, he had a mixtape. 2010, he had a mixtape. 2009, 2009, he had two. Yeah, but all I'm saying is he's got he's worth $8.5 million right now. So, like, suck it, Will Smith. What's that guy probably worth now, yeah, right? I don't know. Probably got nothing. nothing. Yeah. He's, he's drained all of his money into the Church of Scientology. Is he... Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? That's a great religion. It's a great organization. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm saying, oh, no, I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. Drew and I both put hands on Dan's shoulders, Bane style, when we said that. Now he's a part of the church as well. Awesome. We'd like to explain to the viewers what you mean by Bane. Style. Mm-hmm. We would uh, also like to explain to them <laughs> what you mean by viewers. <laughs> um, the viewers, viewers <laughs> with their ears. The viewers saw it, uh, but the um, yeah, there's a scene that apparently Tom Hardy improvised in The Dark Knight Rises, um, where he was supposed to put like his hand around the guy's throat or like something, but instead he just rests the Lays back it. of his hand on the guy's shoulder and asks him. Go ahead, Dan. This gives you power over me. I don't know. Yeah, at some point he says that. But right. the, yeah, the I line. I don't that, think that's the line. Oh no, he says, says do, do you feel in control? Yeah, do you feel that's in it. control? And he's very gracefully lays his hand on the guy's shoulder in a way that is like, what? What would you do? Thanks for demonstrating it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, so everyone gets a good visual. Yeah, in case you missed it last time. Uh, yeah. It's. It, I'm not sure what he was going to do maybe, from that position. Maybe flip it up onto that neck and grab his head. You know, 
it does seem like a very like uh, go on, make a move, see what happens. Right. Like, like he was like he's giving he's giving the guy the first move. Yeah. Like he's but, not he's not like grabbing him. He doesn't have a fist or anything. He just Bane. If you're around, <laughs> hit us up at husbandcomedy@gmail.com. Um, what's Bane's email address? Um. Mm. Something with the darkness, the darkness one. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in darkness at hotmail.com. <laughs> hotmail. He's definitely got a hotmail, or ya- at least probably a Yahoo guy. Maybe. I think he would have a hotmail. He'd, he'd still be an AOL. He is a hotmail. Yeah. But, um. Wow. <laughs> he also, I feel like, in his bedroom, has a poster of Alec Baldwin in the movie The Shadow. I don't know if that poster exists, but it seems like something Bane would. He likes the genre of, of anything to do with darkness or yeah, shadows. Yeah, do you think he likes Dark City? Maybe. Is Liam Neeson's? I think when no one's around, he probably makes mm, some popcorn. No, that's Dark Man. No, wait. What is Dark City? Dark City is like the Matrix before the Matrix. Yeah, that's all. Everybody's bald in it though, too, right? No, I don't know. I'm, I always get that in equilibrium mixed up. I'm sure we have some keen Oof. listeners out there who know we're uh, screwing up our movie history. Mm-hmm. I yep. think he's probably really into Army of Darkness. He probably watches that and gets a good laugh. Bane does? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up... Uh, what did we just say? Dark City? Yeah. It's a really cool it's a good I movie. I liked it. It's Rufus is in it. It's Dan's favorite, not Joaquin. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland is in it. Oh, yeah, not Keen. Jennifer Connelly not is Keen. in it. Who did you say is in it? Joaquin Phonix. Oh. Rufus is in it. Yeah, Rufus, Rufus Wainwright. Sewell. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of cool people in this movie, uh, including the gyrocopter pilot from Mad Max, if you mm. oh, From Rogue Warrior. There was no gyrocopter in Mad Max. Okay, bud. He also makes a brief appearance in Beyond the Thunderdome. Okay. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's like The Matrix meets Inception. That's fun. Came out Before either of those. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Although, when you watch it, you can tell everything is done like on a, uh, like a soundstage. Yeah. Just looking at the stills right now, it looks like it's... Ahead of its time. It does not look real. The concept was ahead of its time, but it's it looks very fake. Almost kind of like uh, like Batman. The first, uh, not the first one, but the first uh, Michael Keaton one. Not saying it looks fake, but definitely there's a lot of scenes where you're like, well, this is a set, clearly. Right, yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, directed by Alex Proyas, who also did iRobot, the movie Knowing with Nicolas Cage, The Crow. Um, he likes he likes dark films. Is that the only Nick Cage movie he did? Um, I feel like he see. did. It was eight millimeter or uh, what's the other one? Snake Eyes. Um, I don't think so. Speaking of Michael Keaton Batman, mm-hmm. were we? Yeah, he brought it up. Oh, okay, what what do you guys think of that first one? I enjoy the first one. I do too. I think if you, especially if you look at it the way that we've talked about looking at Batman in general, that it's not about the hero. 
Yeah. Like, almost every Batman story is centered around whoever he's fighting against. There's, like, uh, little to no exposition going on centered around the hero. It's just the hero is fighting crime, and we get to see a bad guy's origin story, which I know you're not a fan of knowing how Joker was made. Right. Yeah, but it's cool. I like it. You're not a fan? Me? No, I'm, I mean, I like it. I think Batman Returns is way better. That's an interesting approach. Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, that's the way I feel. I enjoyed that movie better. I, uh, I just feel like maybe there was like some things that stood out in that movie <laughs> stuff that, that maybe that, no, you enjoyed more than well, the No, other I mean, one. it was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, comparatively, it seems like they went... <laughs> stuff that might make this into a conversation. <laughs> they, they, no, they went like darker and took more risks with with the film. And uh, I don't know, the Dan DeVito's Penguin was cool and just... Uh, the, the, the role he was born to play. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, these are all great responses to my question. Yep. Yeah, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Christopher Walken's in there. Yep, that's pretty cool. Do you like every movie with Christopher Walken in it? Mm. Balls of Fury is okay, but you like when Christopher Walken's in it. You're like, yeah, is the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Balls of Fury yet. I think Seven Psychopaths. You guys seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen. Oh it yet. my gosh, that movie <laughs> is fantastic. that the one with the uh, bald man Harrelson? Woody. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the. Bald man Harrelson. <laughs> you got his last name and his <laughs> most identifying character trait. Couldn't pull he Woody out. He kind of has hair, though. I don't remember. I haven't seen him in a while. Not since True Detective Season 1. Oh, Oof, what a great show. What a great show they started. <laughs> Not a fan of the second one? Nah. I didn't see the second one. I didn't either, but I heard uh, enough to not. Yeah. I started it. Um... Uh, Vince Vaughn was in that one, mm-hmm. right? With Colin Farrell. Ah. Phone yep. booth guy. Yeah, bullseye. Yeah, bullseye mm-hmm. guy. Let's, yeah. His most you know, iconic bullseye. Role. He's uh, also had a bald thing on, bald Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in Crash? Never mind. Ooh, I don't think so. Oh, he, no, but he was also in Seven Psychopaths. Huh. There we go. Yeah. Let's just do the six degrees of separation as we go. Each yeah. new topic tied into the well, last one. Save Walken's us a lot into, of time. Like, all of them. Yeah. We haven't done uh, six degrees in a while. Yeah, we kind of got away from movies a little bit there for a while. Stupid. Yeah. But um, thanks for sticking with us, listeners. Yeah, throughout. And viewers. Yeah. Throughout all the times when we didn't talk about movies. Yep. And uh, if people started listening because we stopped talking about movies... <laughs> uh, Thanks for sticking with us. <coughs> so um, another thing that's going on with us is we have moved on to round three, also known as the final four of the improv competition that we started last week. And that's at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In the that's, Neon District. That's true. Now what what makes it the Neon District in Norfolk? If... If I had to guess, and I don't know anything about Norfolk, I feel all. like this is going to be very condescending. <laughs> Continue. Please say Proceed. exactly what you're going to say. I'm going to say exactly what I'm going to say. Yep. And I know you guys aren't going to like it, <laughs> but this is what I got to say. I thought they called it the Neon District because a few businesses around there have neon signs. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
that went as expected. And but. that was exactly <laughs> how I feel. And I know you guys, I know it hurts to hear, <laughs> but that's how I feel. Uh, uh, it's it's also known as the, I think it's the art district or something like that. I mean, that makes sense because each and every wall in the downtown Norfolk area has some kind of portrait or art on it. Mm. Um, Actually, after... Now, is the governor's school like right there, too? That's... The yeah. hurrah players uh, thing is there, I think. Yeah. Um, but also... I don't af- know the location of after, the After, I think it was... School. Was it last week? We got outside and we... Went out to my car and we witnessed a man uh, making some art on the side of a building. Yeah, just spray and he seemed away. yeah he seemed very un- not, unplussed. He was by not the, yeah. startled by our presence. I was more afraid of him, <laughs> I think, than he was of me. Yeah, a, a graffiti artist continuing to work while three guys speak full volume. Yeah, barely one, even glanced. Yeah, that's a very Bane hand on the shoulder move. <laughs> no, we we looked at each other. Yeah, and I went didn't want to like. You know what I'm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that yeah. that look. Yeah. 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 One more time for the viewers. Yeah. You got it. That's you got good. it. Uh, but yeah, he just kept on. I haven't been back there to see what he did exactly, but hopefully it was a, a caricature of the three of us. Wouldn't that be that'd be <laughs> hilarious? I would love it if you listen to this podcast and he's like, "That's me." Hey. Yeah, you can you can email us and we'll give you a shout out. For Schroll. Full name, address. Ooh, I hope his name is an animal. Ooh, two birds. <laughs> what, if that his name's two birds? Yeah. T-U hyphen B-Y-R-D's. Like, is that, like, Spanish for your birds? Two birds. Mm-hmm. Or birds to you. I don't know. Two? Two birds. Two, two birds. Two is you. It's two birds. Because he's, he's, a, he's a junior. <laughs> It's a long way to go for that one. Just walk, us on. walk us through. You know, uh, Bert, because he'd be like Bert squared, because he's like a junior. His name was Bert, and his dad's name was Bert. Oh, he's like a two ju- Bert. He's the junior. Yeah. So he goes by two Berts. We can edit this out, you guys. I am definitely going to do that. <laughs> um, Where so, did two birds come from? What is <laughs> oh, two birds. Okay. Yeah. I, we got so far. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's what my brain does when I'm drinking coffee. It goes A to D. Don't stop. Won't stop. Um, so, yeah, we moved on to round three um, of the of the, the three-on-three improv competition at Push. And I'm very excited. I don't know about you guys, if you guys aren't excited, but I, for one, am it's funny you mentioned that you were excited because I am also Dan. How do you oh, feel? Oh, I thought you were going to say also excited. I was. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, he said I, I am also. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, now I'm all kinds of nervous or excited. I would say excited. Nervous people. To, uh, you know, can't wait to get it over with, and excited people can't wait to start. Right? That's yeah. it's unanimous. Yeah, we so. are excited about this next round. I am excited because we get longer time. See, that source of excitement for one can be a, a source of nervousness for another. For example, <laughs> that 
is like, yeah, that's cool. But also at the same time, wow, that's a lot more time to fill up. True. And I know I'm capable of doing it because I'm a strong man. But I just, <laughs> it does make me a bit nervous. Especially if we win the next round, then we go on. And how much time do we have then? 25 minutes. 25. That's a lot of time to fill up just the three of us. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's a long time. That's enough for us to, you know, do uh, so many things. Yeah. But I will take it from you <coughs> when you say that excited people are. Can't wait to start. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And nervous people can't wait for it to be over. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in that, yeah. Where'd you, where'd you learn that? You just make that up? That should be on something. That should be on a little. Like uh, a t-shirt? Popsicle stick or a, be a terrible cookie. t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, what am I trying to think of? The Some grandma should. Embroider it yeah. on like Meme. a on a squatch or something. Yeah. I'm thinking it should be a picture. Squatch. It should be a picture of like a beach, but there's someone running on it, but it's like all blurry, like out of focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. in the foreground, in like a baby blue font, it says, "What is it? Excited people, people can't wait for it to start, and nervous people uh, can't wait for it to be over." No, nervous people can't wait for it to be over. Excited people can't wait for it to start. You put the motivating thing last, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so like maybe like a, a couple people at the altar. No, no, the picture can't have anything to do with. The oh yeah, you're quote. right. You're right. You're right. That's too on the narrows. What you got to do is, you, yeah, you got to have a, a. It's a man about to hang himself. It says that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The. <laughs> yeah. That's the moti- the motivating part. Is Let's make some of those and put them up. Yeah, okay. I also have an idea that I would like to start. Um, maybe we can get a few of these going before this episode is released. But um, We had talked about it a while back, but Snelfies. I'd really like to start taking Snelfies with you guys. Um, and what that is is a selfie, a picture of yourself taken by yourself, sneezing. Oh, and, yeah. And I would really like to exploit the new Instagram pages feature where you can have you can post multiple pictures and create like a slideshow of us sneezing. So is it going to end up looking like the Sum 41 cover? Uh, uh, less. For all killer, no filler? I know. What, you're that, t- what is that? Like jowling or something? Yeah. You shake your head back and forth really fast and you yeah. take a picture and it's all blurry? You're very ENT oriented today. E-N-T. E-N-T. Ear, nose, and throat. It's like a specialist, but... Oh, yeah. Just in general, I've been pretty stopped up. The viewers can tell. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of the viewers can tell. Is that true? They picked up on it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought my neti pot uh, to try to, you know, try to flush some out. Dan's holding it up so you can yep. see. And uh just want you to... This is the... Developed and founded by Keaton C. Meta, M.D. How do you spell his last name? Yeah, there's an H in there, is there? Yeah, M-E-H-T-A. Mm. What about his first name? Keaton? Yeah. K-E-T-A-N. Middle initial, C. Ah. Yep. Yep. That checks out. So, do you uh, <laughs> go out and pick yourself up one of these. It's number one physician recommended brand. Number one selling brand. We uh, won't mention the, the brand because of licensing issues, but uh, it's the number one. 
So look that up. Yeah, neti pots. If you're not familiar, um, <coughs> it's a little pot. Looks like a little teapot, um, short and stout, and it has um, packets of salt water that you can put in it into warm water and uh, stick one of the ends up one of your nostrils and lean your head, and it's supposed to flush out your sinuses. Looking at the box, I don't know what is the brand actually. It's okay. No, it's this or this Neil Med. Or is it Nasal Flow? No, it's Neil Med. Neil Med? Yeah, Neil Med. N E I L M E D. Neil Med. NASA Flow Neti Pot. NASA Flow. No, that's cool. NASA Flow. NASA Flow? That's what they Not NASA? Yeah, it's. NASA's highlighted. Yeah. And it, in mm, red. Yeah. And FLO is in blue. And the O looks like it has a... Is that an arrow? Does it have some kind of... No, it's the neti pot tilted in it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. I don't like the brand name Neil Med. Because who's Neil? It's not that guy. It's not Meta. Or Met... Maybe Matt. it is Meta and we don't get it. No, I mean the doctor's name. Um... <laughs> There are lots of there are lots of Neil Med products um, promoted on the on the back of the box, including a little baby neti pot, uh, which oh, is yeah. basically a hose with a little. What what is it, what would you say that's like? Uh, what's the thing that you use for little baby's ears? I don't know. Um, or, never mind. Um, I Q-tips, and you just jam them in there. <laughs> ice pick, it's ice pick, it's everything. Oh, okay. Um, Lit match. Uh, no, but you put one end into the baby's nose, and then what it looks like is the other end goes in the parent's mouth. <laughs> it's not clear if it's for blowing through the nasal passage or just sucking all that stuff back right out. We'll post a picture. Um, also... We've been getting a lot of emails. I don't know if you guys have been checking, but a lot of people want to know. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we received it? multiple emails. We just go around and everybody say what their favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song is. The, multiple people have emailed us asking us to each give our favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Yes, that and your favorite Kiss song in no particular order. How, how Pulling out all those just one, just one kiss song in no particular order? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to start, Drew? Start with both of those things. Both of those things. Yeah. Okay, kiss. I'm a big fan of Love Gun. Oh, of course. It's a good one. Yeah, it's probably... It's so good, right? Um, <laughs> and, like, I feel like uh, a lot of the kiss fans might be like, oh, you surface-level kiss fan. Well, you know what? I am, so... Yeah. It's all the Deal best. With it. it's Deal fine. with it, guys. Um, what was the other band? The the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think is yeah, I think that's right. Mm, I like the song "Can't Stop" because it's all like staccato. One more time, staccato. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Yeah, that one's good. Let's pop a step into the wind, big. But well, that's just me. Uh, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, moving on. Austin? All right. Well, my favorite Kiss song, uh, 
uh, uh, live to win until you die. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> Dan is is getting furious. No, 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 I'm fine. It's because good. it's a good song. Because he knows, and I know, that that's a Richard Simmons solo hit. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, my favorite favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song is probably by... uh, What's it called? By the Way? Which one's the one? That is a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is that the song you're thinking of? Is that the one? Yeah. Why does everybody everybody's Anthony Kiedis impressions sound so handicapped? What? Uh, uh, have you listened to them? Yeah, I have. Uh, but uh, Anthony, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anthony, if you're listening, everybody's a very fan. The. Uh, by the way, is my... He's not dead, is he? No. I'd feel bad if he was dead. I read his biography and... Uh, Scar tissue? Yeah. He... Autobiography, I guess, right? Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah, and uh, he battled drug addiction, and I was expecting at some point in the book for him to like, get clean, and at the end of the book, he's been sober for like a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of a crazy end to that story, but... Um, not end. Crazy way to punctuate the book, I guess. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. He, he didn't get clean? No. Oh. All through the book. From the time that Red Hot Chili Peppers started, they were like, they'd go on tour, they were getting really successful, they'd have to go find him, and he was always like in this particular alley trying to find his drug dealer or strung out somewhere. So the band would pull up in a van and just dump his like, strung out body into the back of the van and head on to the shows. And then he'd get clean on tour. At least there were a couple instances where he would get clean on tour because he didn't have his dealer. Get home, be real vibed about the band. And then fall back into it. Just a real fun read. Uh, But I think the reason that I like that song so much is... Well, two reasons. First of all, the video is great. Yeah. And it, what is the guy's name? Doofy from Scary Movie. Uh, it plays a taxi cab driver. What is his I name? I don't know. Oh, I, uh, shoot. Ving Rames. Nope. Ving Rames wasn't Doofy in Scary Movie. Yeah, if he was, <clears throat> he would totally be Doofy. Hey. Have you seen that movie? Dave that Sheridan. Dave Sheridan is his name, and, and Dave Sheridan has a band called uh, Van Stone, which is a really funny like comedy metal band. Um, but anyway, he he's great as a like creepy uh, cab driver that kidnaps Anthony Kiedis. And also, I like the verses of that song. I like the fact that the verses of that song were just two two word statements. And I will... What? Oh, that's like the... I will read them to you at this time. What? What? Aren't those like the... Are you talking about the... Are those the verses of that song? Kuka! Yeah. Car chart! Mm-hmm. Here we go. Pawn shot! Yeah. Kuka! Yeah, here's... Steak knife! And I will Why read the... Why'd you go to Libe? 
I will read them to you now. Bought it on eBay. <laughs> Bought it on eBay. <laughs> Steak knife, card shark, con job, boot cut. If we're just breaking that down, why, what, what? Read that back again. <clears throat> let's try to, maybe we should have looked this up on songmeanings.com. No, no, let's make our own. Okay. <clears throat> and this is, Yeah. This is the longest I've ever talked about the Red Hot Chili Peppers in my life. You're welcome. Right. Thank, thank welcome the... to being woke. Uh, steak... Oh, boy. <laughs> steak knife, card shark, con job, boot cut. The boot cut, I think, refers to a type of pants. Yes. Oh, are we breaking it down word for word? Steak... Okay. Steak knife. Steak knife. Card shark. So is that one phrase? Steak knife, card shark, con job, boot cut. Yeah. Are those each... Uh, I think this is describing <clears throat> uh, aspects of one particular person. Um, that girl was a real steak knife card shark, if you know what I mean. Yeah, kind of a real con job, boot cut. <laughs> it sounds like come together by the Beatles to me. Verse 2, Dogtown, Bloodbath, Ribcage, Softail. Okay, last one's a motorcycle. Oh, R- really? Ribcage, Softail? No, Softail. Oh, it's just a motorcycle. Uh, the Bloodbath, Dogtown, I mean, it's... That's a place. California. Yeah, Cal- uh, Cal- California. Uh, if there is a single song in Red Hot Chili Peppers' vast library... That does not reference California in some way. I'd love, I'd love to know about it because I think they all have something. Every single song. What about their cover of Higher Ground? They're talking about a particular location in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's probably right. Um, <clears throat> Dogtown, Bloodbath, Ribcage, Softail, Blackjack, Dope Dick, Pawn Shop, Quick Pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Squib kick? Uh, or squib kick. It's a squib kick. <laughs> squib kick. That's when they put a blood, blood packet in your stomach and somebody kicks you in the stomach. And in the rib cage. In the rib cage. Mm-hmm. And then they get it all over the in boot. Dog jeans. You know what? This is all making a lot more sense. Uh, there are, this, this song is just great. Um. <clears throat> Turn that trick to make a little leeway. Beat that meat, but not the way that we play. Mm. Dogtown. Soap dish. Oh. Blackjack. Flip flop. Wait, flip flop? Really? No, no none of those okay. were in there. Was soap dish really in there? <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Oh. You can't even tell. Now I'm all off track. <laughs> I had all these, uh, I have this web of like. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep them all together. Yeah. That'd be fun. Flop tip. Pap smear. Beanbag. Dan. Colon blow. We've been sitting here talking Two about syllables. our favorite yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers songs and favorite Kiss songs. Mm-hmm. I think the viewers really want to know, what are your favorites? And then after you tell us, will we know why you brought that up? I just, we just got a bunch of emails in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, if it's what people want to know about, yep. 
I'm here for it. If people send us emails with things they want us to, to hear us talk about. When's the, I've been keeping up with the email. Have you guys been looking into the email? No. I can't say that I have. Okay, we only got, we realistically, we only got two emails about the chili peppers. But I thought, well, we got about seven or eight different <laughs> ones about the kiss. And I just thought we might as well lump it in there to kind of get everybody's <laughs> feedback on it. They want to get to know us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a really relatable thing are like your favorite chili pepper songs and your favorite kiss song. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, uh, most media these days don't talk about that. No, not enough, but at Huzmat, we're not afraid to tackle the, the issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ag- agreed. So I'm glad I brought without, it up without further ado, <laughs> Dan, what are your picks for? Let's hear red hot chili peppers first. Yep. I'll, because I want to save your kiss for, for later. Put that kiss in my pocket. What? Saving a kiss for later? Never you mind. You put it in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, have you ever blown someone a kiss and then they do that thing where they, like, catch it and then they put it in their pocket? Which I think is a rude thing. Why not just take it? You don't get to just... If I blow you a kiss, you take it. I'm not giving it to you to save for later. Whoa, that is whoa. a... Hey... Uh, that is if a, someone wants to accept a kiss blown at them or not, that's all of No, them. that's fine, but you don't get to ration it. That's like if I come to your house and like, hey, we made some dinner. Are you hungry? Oh, uh, actually, sure. And then they just go and grab some Tupperware and take it to go and say thanks. That's not that's not why I offer I want you to sit Are down. Are you the type of person when you give a gift to someone, they have to open it in front of you? And if, no, they, that's, don't, if they don't smile big enough, you get upset? I think that's everyone. <laughs> I also think that Blowing a kiss is different than uh, inviting someone to dinner. If you were to kiss them physically, it would be rude for them to say, hey, rain check. Much like a dinner. But when you're blowing a person a kiss, you're presenting it to them in a way that I feel, especially in the year 2017, they decide when and what to do with it and where to put it. They decide what... (laughs) All of those things. Well, like it's like it's kind of like a, a more endearing wave, you know, a wave goodbye. Mm-hmm. You don't say, "Oh, you know what? I'll, you know what? I'm going to save that wave for later, and I'll get home, and when I get around to it, I'll wave you back." Or just that's you can't do that. No, no, you're right. All right, so you do bring up good points, and I haven't thought about them <laughs> until just now. <laughs> I just think I don't know. I just. Really, I just think it's a fun thing to do when someone blows you a kiss. It's just to be like, got it, and I'm going to keep it later so it keeps me warm later, you know what I'm saying? But you're right. It, there is kind of like a... It's like, screw you. You don't get to just take my kiss and hold on to it. Speaking of kiss... Suck my kiss. What? Way, oh. way to tie in Red Hot Chili Peppers and kiss, depending on how you spelled that. How did you, how did you spell that, your, that kiss that you just said? Yeah. How many ways are there to spell well, it? Well, did your S's have jagged lines or curved ones? <sighs> Moving on. Um, Dan, give us your picks or forever don't. Okay. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, red hot chili peppers spice you up the most? <laughs> I don't know. They're all so good, you know? Um, oh, I just thought of another one that I love a lot, and that's Stone Cold Bush. 
a lot from uh you know Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That whole album's pretty good. Yeah. By, uh, by the way, it's probably one of my favorite albums. It's got that uh, song "Throw Away Your Television." That's a good one. The way we your television, television now. Yeah. It's a repeat. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. I can pick on, that. I can pick that one. <laughs> Throw away your television? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Hmm. They're also good. It's tough. I would probably go with... Uh, hmm. Suck My Kiss is a pretty good one, too. I might pick that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your mouth was made to... Your mouth was made to... <laughs> uh... uh Moonshot. Foxpit. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Yep. Okay. Well, that's great. Now, I've... the moment everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. I was going to change the subject, but now I feel like there was something that we were supposed <laughs> to be waiting for. <laughs> no, it's okay. What were you going to bring up? Well, I found a cool website that I think you're really going to like. What's yeah. his favorite Wait, hang song? Wait, uh, What's the website? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that right in the middle of your deal. No, 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 please. Nope. I want to know what He just wants to drag this is. on as long as possible. I know he does. No, I don't, you guys. Do you have one? Do you even like Kiss? No, uh, they're all right. No, oh, okay. Well, there you have it, listeners. You don't get to know because Dan hates Kiss. And blow me a kiss, and that's lucky too. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins. Oh, I was going to guess that was, from the way you were singing it, I thought it was another Red Hot Chili Peppers song. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Here's the thing that I was going to show you. This is a website. Uh, Lick It Up, God of Thunder, Christine <laughs> 16, uh, Love Gun's pretty good, Detroit Rock City is a classic. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a fun website. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. It's called Opposites. Have you or have you not heard of Opposites? No. No. <clears throat> Do they just put pictures up of like Justin Timberlake and Brian Setzer? Very cool. I don't I'm trying to guess what the, what do you think the website is? Opposites. Like two different suits that are opposite. The Lumino's. Um, okay, so I sent it. <laughs> I sent it to the group chat so we can all talk about it and see. And I will also oh, Lord. give a picture. I will also post a picture. Um, this, this I feel, this uh, was brought to my attention by a friend of mine, Brian. Um, this is a website of suits. Um, none of which are normal suits. They have a stormtrooper suit. They do have a stormtrooper. Not what you would think. Right. Uh, there's a Pac-Man suit, which is the entire suit has the lines and dots and ghosts <clears throat> on it. Is there a Pac-Man on? Oh yeah. Oh, see, that would have been better if they only put one Pac-Man. Just on one it. Pac-Man, yeah. Uh, but as you scroll through, you can see that there are seasonal suits. They have their own Instagram that is just people who have ordered these suits. They're very affordable, um, and a lot of fun. You're right, though. These are very fun. Um, well, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know, who like this site, Dan. Why? Why? Why do you think that? Well, you like to dress dapper. That's probably why they named you that. 
Well, um, but also I feel like you know you're you like to play dress up. I do enjoy both of those things. Mm-hmm. You like to play dress up. You can't really do one without the other. Even their solid colored suits are great. They have got the uh, the obvious uh, Harry and Lloyd blue and orange. There's a quote at the bottom of this page I'm on that said, whoever came up with this idea is simply a genius. And that's quoted to Jasper Kasseline, co-founder of Opposites. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. That's fun. Um, so, yeah, check out Opposites if you can, if you have the did internet. They, did they pay for a sponsorship on the show? Not yet. They haven't. We're going to hound them now. Hiss, mm. hiss up. Hiss up, Opposites. Hear that, Opposites. You get one for free, but next time you got to pay up big. <laughs> um. You have any? You guys have any strategy? I, I realize we're jumping around. Any strategy for this week's uh, improv set? Oh, okay, so here's the thing: anything that I discuss here about strategy is obviously going to be false because I don't want to give the enemy ammunition to knock it down. Mm-hmm. Co-players, we're all up there just to have a good time. <laughs> They're not the enemy. That's what we say behind their back, but really, fucking want them to die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's which one is what we say behind their back? All of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, who cares about them? They should go fuck themselves. Yeah. All that. Um, Obviously. In very... front of their faces, though, we're all just having a good time. And we okay. value them as people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Who are we against? I don't remember. No, we... Uh, it's we're not go- important, is it? <laughs> 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 we're going up against a very talented group of people. They're called Menage a Trois. Oh, right. Can you cut out all the bad stuff I said about them? I will. I will. That was Drew. Drew Gonna Simmons. Gonna cut everything Drew said out. Yep. I gotta stop being a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't... I don't think you can help that kind of stuff. I think you were just born a bad boy. <laughs> you're, a, you're a bad boy. There's a difference... I'm a bad boy. <laughs> There's a difference in inflection that changes everything. Um, if somebody's like, oh, he's a bad boy, look out. Or, he's a bad boy. Yeah, if you put the emphasis on the boy, then it's different. He's a bad boy. What if he's a, <laughs> he's a bad boy? He's just... He's a bad boy. He's a bad oh, boy? that was a good one. He's a bad boy? He's a bad boy. Hey, mm. boy. Rocky bad boy. You a bad boy? Um... But yeah, they um, we're going up. We're going up against a, a a real sexy team. Are you guys worried about that at all? No, because we are equally as sexy. You think hmm. so? Only equal. Well, you talking about like equality wise? I don't know how equality works when it comes. Are you to saying quality sexy. or equality? I just think we're handsome and dapper, and you know, yeah. You heard it here. Drew says he's handsome and dapper. And a bad boy. And fuck those guys. (laughs) Oh, man. Nope. They're in the final four as well, and they deserve to be there. And it's going to be uh, a real battle of... uh... Wait, so this is the final four? Yeah. Yeah, we're in the final four. So after this is the finals? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was like two more. No. No, dude, this is in March. And March is almost over. Uh, More... (laughs) <laughs> Are you Bam Margera? <laughs> March. March is almost over. <laughs> That's a good... Uh, I just found a good... Whatever 
Air, Jersey. Uh, Westchester. Yeah, West Westchester. No, Westchester. That's different. No, where are you, <laughs> where are you going? You gotta go up to Westchester. West West uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Knoxville's coming over. <laughs> We're gonna get weird, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, why you why you why you dig a hole to help people? Do when Ryan died. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh man, that makes me sad. Does it? Yep. I, I still I still am holding out that it's the most long term jackass prank that they've ever done. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here for the first time ever. I'm sure. I'm so sure that this is the first time you guys have ever been asked if <laughs> if Ryan Dunn is still alive somewhere. Like, he just got tired, right? He got tired of, like, being on the show all the time. And so they just said, like, you want to you be out of, out of the group? This is how you do it. You go out hard, dude. <laughs> Hop in my purple Lambo and let's do this right. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway. He just released a video. The other, well, I don't know if he released it. Someone released it. Of him. He's, like, gotten clean. Yeah, he's clean now. Because he took the death of his friend very hard. But I just heard him talking about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's gotten, he's gotten cleaned up. Is that true, dude? Yeah. Drew you want to weigh in on this stuff, man? <laughs> I had something I wanted to say, but it got lost. So. Why? What was it about? I don't remember. Sounds like it was important. What were we talking about? Opposites? We we're talking about the sex appeal of the improv teams. The, the menagerie versus the husbands of who's. Hussy material versus... I just hope that we do a good job and everyone has fun. Oh, okay. Can you... We doing a safe cast again? Yeah. <laughs> you can splice that in with the other <laughs> shit he said, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a mashup of <laughs> the weirdest common combination of words. I would like to hear you mash up something. Sure. You don't have to. No, you don't have to. I know you're... Well, now you do. That's yeah, a must. Okay, but in all seriousness, uh, I didn't say whatever it was that us. You yeah. know, just take that out altogether. Those jokes aren't fun. <laughs> yeah. Now they are. PewDiePie lost the whole uh, deal <laughs> from saying things like that. Who? PewDiePie, the YouTuber? Lost the whole uh, whole what thing? He used to be signed by Disney, and then they dropped him because he would make a lot of just like bad jokes about like that. Oh, just jokingly say terrible things? Yeah, jokingly say positive things about Hitler. Oh. That's weird, because Walt Disney was like, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> no, we don't need... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in a Disney executive's listening, and they're like, oh, man, we're such hypocrites. Yeah. Then they just go resign him. Disney, if you're listening, why, why don't you come and be a guest? Come and be a guest, Disney people. And, uh, yeah, you know, just keep remaking stuff with live action. That's cool. That's a cool thing they're doing. I have not seen the new Beauty and the Beast yet. Um, anybody seen it? 
No, I've seen a lot of trailer-ish stuff. It looks cool, you know? <coughs> you know, like previews and things of that nature. Right, right, right. Are they, I wonder if they're taking a different approach. It looks pretty on the nose, but just with real people. See, why? Aside from Gaston being very small. I don't think that guy could eat a dozen eggs in like a week, yet alone a day. Five dozen eggs. Yeah, I know. Maybe like a barge? Is yeah, he, he's, is not, he even he's, close he's not to even like the close size. to being the size of a barge. Maybe he's like play, a like a dinghy, like maybe a kayak or something. They're gonna probably play that up for jokes in the movie. What, like he's is? gonna say he's roughly the size of a barge, but he's clearly not, and that's why it's funny. He's like barely a tugboat, dude. I'm it's, gonna, going, it's going real uh, deco. It's getting real. Uh, is it? I'm just letting it do the thing. I you know I don't know where I like it. Where I, the accent came from? I'm just now imagining Bam Margera being interviewed about Beauty and the Beast, and it's that's a fun. Bam, you're back. Now, first question: Have you seen the new Beauty and the Beast movie? <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> or <laughs> what's the dad's name? Phil. No, no, no. Of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Bam, you're back, and you're better than ever, starring in the new Beauty and the Beast movie as crazy old Maurice. <laughs> uh, he builds a big murdering machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. When Knoxville comes over, he's not even going to know it hit him. He's going to open up the door, and my murder machine's going to just, like, smack him in the face. It's a log-chopping machine, you idiots. Whoa, Drew. Have you seen Fargo? A wood-chopping machine is a murder machine. Wood You're chipping. right. <laughs> hey, it's okay. All right, so I haven't seen it yet, but Wolverine, the Wolverine movie, Logan. Let's talk about that. You want to? Yeah, I want to hear all about so it. So we're going to spoil it for whoever hasn't seen it that's listening at this point. And okay, for, if, you if for anyone who's made it to this point in the podcast, right. we're going to start talking about <coughs> Logan now, the new Hugh Jackman movie. Well, I don't, I don't care at all about Hugh, Hugh Jackman. About the listeners, I'm worried about you, Drew Baby. Oh no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, what do it's you think? good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. I uh, I shed a couple tears. Why? I shed a couple more than that. What was sad about it? Well, what scene? Logan's an old man, and uh, it's loosely based, very loosely based, on the comic Old Man Logan. Mm. Um, where he, because of his healing powers... Like, he just lives for a long time. Right? right, and he lives through the death of a lot of superheroes and actually sees the villains win. And um, mm. so there's there are scenes where he um, is walking through kind of a... like a post-apocalyptic world and sees, like, the remnants of a lot of superheroes who have died... Such as Ant Man's skeleton. Ant Man was in his large form. None of this is in the movie, by the way. But Ant Man was in his large form and was killed, and so his skeleton fell, and nobody could do anything with it because he's enormous. And so they built a highway through his rib cage. Cool stuff like that. And then like Thor's. Oh yeah, I guess it was a part of the Marvel universe. Yeah, Thor's yeah. hammer, Molnir, mm-hmm. fell in like the bit of, uh, the middle of a neighborhood, or, like a town. And no one can move it because yeah, uh, no one's there. worthy. Right. I know things about Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this follows uh, 
Logan as he is uh, taking care of Charles Prof- Xavier. Yeah, Professor Xavier. Because he's also an old man. Mm-hmm. And he's got like some type of mental degenerative thing going on. Oh. Yeah, it's like Alzheimer's, but because he's a psychic. It's crazy. It's It makes for some dope scenes. Yeah, so he starts having like crazy seizures and it's like freezing the world or like everyone around him kind of mm-hmm. like yeah and people are like it's about to make everybody's brains explode until mm-hmm. they can get to him and inject him with this like uh um temporary antidote uh, stuff yeah it's like a i think it's a sedative some type of yeah but that's cool mm-hmm. um and you find out that like no mutants have been born in like 12 or 15 years yep. because mm. of children like, of men yeah yeah, kinda, yeah. uh like he's controlling the you know like uh, what's it Santama Monsanto he's controlling Monsanto (laughs) oh my goodness no there's a guy and he like um genetically modifies like all the plants and the food that's going out into the world so that he can make sure that mutations don't happen anymore and he starts he's gotten DNA from all the old X-Men and people have died and he's like cloning kids or cloning X-Men and trying to make these kids into weapons Mm. And she's the girl X twenty three is like a clone of Logan, so she has like yeah. Well, claws first they're like, yeah, she's a mutant. We need to get her to safety. <clears throat> and he's like, no, she's not. There haven't been any mutants for a long time. They're kind of they take care of this girl for a little bit, and then an army closes in on them, and they're like, great. Uh, and then that's when it is revealed that she has. Two claws, instead instead of three on each hand, she has two, mm-hmm. as well as a toe claw. A toe claw? Yeah. Like a little velociraptor? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and, just and, like that. And they there was something I read where the female wolverine... Lady like in, wolverine? Yeah, wolverettes <clears throat> in nature actually have a sharp back claw. Yeah, he mentions... Uh, Is that in the movie? Professor X mentions it. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, he's saying... He's saying that's why her mutation's different, because, uh, in fe- like, female tigers and stuff. They... Yeah. Um, so it's really great. Uh, and you don't know that she came from Logan till... I mean, you can kind of put it together, but they basically tell, tell Logan that uh, it's his daughter... Of sorts, and so now they've got this bond, and uh, she's also, was she Mexican or Hispanic of she's some sort, and and doesn't speak, and then um, so they have a couple, a handful of really cool fight scenes uh, with the two of them, um, and then well, you also find out that like the adamantium has slowly been poisoning him, and since he's older, he uh, his regeneration is like way slower. Like there's one scene where he get like shot and he's like at the the sink and he has to like concentrate and like push the bullet out mm. and then it slowly heals up. Oh, so he's, he's also like, a limo driver by day now. Yeah. And so at the beginning he's How driving. does he feel about Uber? It's well, it's not brought up, but <clears throat> I think he's fine with it. I think he's I wouldn't say I'd say I don't know where Logan falls uh politically. But something tells me that he would. He's he leans right. I would imagine. You think so? I think so. He seems like a conservative individual. Well, probably comparatively to Professor X. Yeah, I can see that. Anyway, 
So you think Logan voted for Trump? I don't know that he voted because he's Canadian, but... Um, mm. Also, well, we don't exactly know that, but he's also assumed a new identity in this movie named James, and he's crossing the border a lot because their safe haven is in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so I don't imagine he's registered to vote or even tries to go down that road because it's probably a lot of... Probably a hassle. Yeah, yeah it's probably just bound to get him caught. Right. You know? Off the grid coming So in this movie, is there a border fence? Mm-hmm. There is. Actually, there is a scene where uh, he has to drive people around you know, near the border in Mexico and stuff. And there's like some fraternity dudes uh, screaming USA out the roof of the limo and throwing beers at people as they drive by. Wow. Yeah. And he doesn't look pleased by it. Nope. Um, the, uh, the girl in the movie who has not been in a lot <clears throat> is, uh, in my opinion, like the epitome of what a child star could be like a child actress yeah or actor um we've talked about jake lloyd before amazing work wait us talking about him yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but this girl is both terrifying and adorable and can act she's just like hugh jackman essentially Mm -hmm. when she gets into like rage mode starts killing people like the scream that she lets out and her face is like legit at no point do you feel like you're watching a little like a hi i'm tiffany and i'm auditioning for wolverine Hmm. it the whole movie is very well done Uh, she's got some solid lines that just kind of that's right yeah tug on your heart yeah she's mute for like the first half and then all of a sudden she speaks What's the good line that we were talking about? Uh, oh, she, she, he she's says, having like a mother or a father-daughter argument. And yeah. then he's like, no, I can't, I can't go with you. Everybody, I, something bad always happens to people I care about. And she's like, well, then I'll be fine. And storms out the door. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Got him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Um, but also, this is a major spoiler. Um. Professor Xavier passes away in the movie. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you say any of this? <laughs> um, and that's that's when I got misty. He already died in one of the movies, though. Yeah. But then they... they well, always, he's died two or three times, actually. They always play with time. Right. Yep. Um, but he dies, and uh, Hugh Jackman who is probably in my top five favorite actors around. I wouldn't say that. Really? Like favorite actors? A, yeah. Or I just like favorite superhero actors? No. No, actors. I don't think he's in your top five. You don't agree that he's in my top five? No. I don't think he's in Let's, your top five either. Why don't you run me down my top five? Um, Gary Oldman. Sam Rockwell. Um, Paul Giamatti. Um... Uh, Ryan Gosling, hmm. maybe Christian Bale, maybe Giovanni Ribisi. Oh yeah, Giovanni Ribisi, definitely. So you just ran me through your top six. Uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Oh my goodness. Um, no, Danny I. Danny Glovers. <laughs> got a lot. <laughs> got a lot of gloves. <laughs> um. Uh. No, Hugh Jackman's in my top five because he can do it all, but also um, poorly though. 
what are you saying to me right now? I don't now? think he's a great actor. He's a great Wolverine. That's it. Oh, Ooh. boy. What other movies have you seen him in, Drews? Australia. The Prestige. What about that one? That's I don't great. care about either of those movies. I'm he's talking about... He's fine in The Prestige. Like, he's, he's fine. I'm talking about movies. What, what, what good movies has he been? Like, what, like... Okay. What, what like, powerful performances? Prisoners. Uh, okay. Who else was in Prisoners? Uh, the fella from... Oh, man. Halls. Yeah, Joan Halls is in it. What um, about Les Mis? Les Mis is fantastic. Okay, to be fair, I haven't seen Les Mis. He's probably pretty good in that. He can sing, he can act, he can make fun of himself, which he's done in a few movies. Oh my god, I've never seen an actor who can do that. Oh, well, you being sarcastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, I don't mean to shit all over one of your top five actors. <laughs> That's okay, we'll do yours next and we'll get to the bottom of it. Um, he also has the wherewithal to stick with the character even when he's done some stinker movies. You know? What are you, 17 years of, of Wolverine? Oh my goodness, he's been Wolverine for a long time. He did the voice in the video game. Who does that? What A-lister does the voice in the video game? This is where Drew says, I wouldn't really consider him an A-lister. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he's an A-lister. Because A-listers are usually like that shitty top tier of like actors that aren't actually good. But they just get paid a lot of money because I don't know why. Wow. Wow. Hey, wow. Um, anyway though. Like Johnny Depp. I don't put I don't put Hugh Jackman up there with Johnny Depp. Because yeah. I agree with you that like the top of the list of actors is like froth. Like, like Tom Cruise. Right. All of those those fools up there, they get to a certain level where they're not trying anymore. They're they're just playing themselves doing a character they've right. done a ton of times. Uh yeah. I think George Clooney is up there, but he's also actually a good actor, too. I like George Clooney. But a lot of his roles are just, hey, I'm George Clooney. Right. I, um, I don't love George Clooney. I don't, I don't think I've seen him in anything like provocative. He's, he's great in Ides of March. You seen that one? I have. Ides of March is good. Yeah, that is um, good. I liked him in... Uh, oh, oh, Burn After Reading. Burn after reading, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, no, what was the movie I'm trying to think of? It was like a real like slow burner kind of thriller movie. Not Peacemakers. That's um, something about the truth could be adjusted. The Adjustment Bureau. Nah, <laughs> not that on the news. Ocean's Twelve. I'll figure it out. Um, Michael Clayton. Oh, okay. oh, Michael Clayton. That one is pretty good. That was pretty good. Remember when he's in Gravity for a second? Yep. Oh, brother is a good one. Oh, brother. <coughs> um, forgot about that one. Anyway, Wolverine, uh, Logan. Logan's great. Um, but yeah, he has a nice little... It's not. I wouldn't even consider it a monologue, but um, when he's standing over Charles Xavier's grave, has a couple good lines that he uh, delivers. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, also, spoiler alert, he's saving up money for a uh, sunscape. What's the name of this, like, boat? I don't know that that was the name of it. Was it? it was like a, right. it's like a sun something, but anyway, he... I like when I started. I said like, "Hey, let's talk about Logan." <laughs> I just really didn't know what you guys would be revealing in the movie, and it's just getting a little too deep at this point. Okay, we could just stop. Just hard, okay. hard stop. Hard stop. Let's hear your fi- five favorite actors. Oh, uh, I don't have a list like well, going like at all times. Well, no, I mean like five of your maybe top ten. Do you have so any... it wouldn't have to be a de- definitive. Yeah. Do you have an? You have a list of actors that no matter what, like we could do top three, but. Uh, I like, can do actors I think are better than Hugh Jackman. Okay, yeah, let's definitely geez. do that. Wow, all right. 
Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, he is good. You're talking about like the best actors of all time, though. <laughs> Well, no, but not all of these are going to be the best actors. And, of and all time. I, I, I agree. Daniel Day Lewis is like that's an unfair like comparison, but I don't love. I'm just saying, if you have top five actors, I feel like that those top five fills up really fast, and I feel like just Hugh Jackman wouldn't be there. Maybe your top ten. I'm just saying, even though Daniel Day Lewis is great, not every single movie that he's ever done have I been like blown away by. His performance, yes, but like movie wise, I don't watch a Daniel Day Lewis movie for fun. Usually, uh, Gangs of New York, though. That yeah, one. no, I'm saying he's great all the time. The movies that he's in are great, but like rewatchable. Daniel Day Lewis is great all the time. All the time, he is great. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes. Yep. Steve Buscemi, it's fantastic. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Is not fantastic. No, he, I think one of his. You talk about an actor that just plays himself. He's. I will give him two roles that I liked him in a lot that showed some range. Would be Armageddon and uh, Con Air, where he plays Garland Green, and it's like that dark part where he's having tea with that little girl. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, Reservoir Dogs is good. Of course it was. Yeah, and he played Steve Buscemi in that movie. He played like his. Loud, obnoxious, squirrely man. And then, uh, what was that Adam Sandler movie he was in? Oh, where he's all Crazy of them? Eyes? Yeah. Uh, happy, I don't know. No, he no, might no. have been just waiting. No, and then Mr. His, his role in Happy. Uh, no, and uh, Billy Madison was great. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was He good. played that scene flawlessly. Mm-hmm. He had no dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had the phone conversation. I'm not even saying he's in my top five, but it's just the name that popped up into my head. Oh. Are there actors that when they release a movie, you just, you're there? Ooh, um, it's not coming to me. Usually when a director drops a new movie, I'll go check it out. Ooh, give us like a top three. Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike Jones. His joints are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He has good joints. Um... And uh, the Cohen brothers. Yeah, there's some that are maybe cliche at this point, but uh, when Wes Anderson makes a movie, I I will check it out for sure. Same. Yeah. Yeah, he's on there too. Tarantino. I'm gonna see everything. I'm gonna see everything he does. Martin Scorsese. I'll see everything he does. Mm -hmm. Now there you go. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón. I'll see everything he does. Okay. Uh, uh, Scott Ridley. I'll see everything he does. I yeah. will see every Scott Ridley. Film. <laughs> yeah, every. every Scott Ridley. Uh, uh, Shane Black. Yep. yep. I will see all of his movies. That's. I think I enjoy when a director takes the time with a movie and only makes one every few years because then it's like, okay, this better be good. That way, if the movie's not good, you're like, come on, man, you had time. But when I, directors like come out with something every year, it's clear that each movie when they're not in immersed in that movie they're thinking ahead to another movie they're not present while they're directing it maybe yeah so that it comes out a little bit I like Charlie Kaufman yeah but uh, not always gonna go to the theater for those sure yep some of those are, are uh, good at home watches Kevin Spacey Kevin oh, Spacey Kevin Spacey is, is good Kevin, I just had to bring up a list of actors because yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of any yep Kevin Spacey's amazing 
I also didn't say Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt's amazing. See, I he hasn't done a lot of great stuff recently. Um, I think he. This is the worst. But I think he has ever. he has done good stuff in the past. Well, like I like him in stuff like uh, Burn After Reading. Uh, he's okay in se- or he's good in Seven, I guess. But uh, uh, the Big Short. Um, Fight Club. Fight Club, yeah, and uh, Twelve Monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like him better as like not the main character. Yeah, I think he's a true real romance. good. You remember True Romance? Yeah. True Romance. He's the guy on the couch. Interview with a vampire. Mm. Um, oh, Ray Fiennes. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Liam Knotson. Philip Seymour Hoffman is really good. Oh Was. yeah, that would he go used to be great. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these actors uh, aren't as good now, right? As they were. I feel like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman would be in my top five. Yeah, me too. I think. I was going to go for a real morbid joke there. <laughs> Actors that were really good back in like their earlier days that don't make anything good now. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> uh, Robin Williams. Ryan Dunn. Uh, uh, the Farley brother. You're talking about the directors? <laughs> or are you? No, no, Chris Farley. Oh, movies I will always go see. Farley <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> Farley Farley Brothers. Yeah, you know. Right? Fairly. 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 We can take that again. I don't... I honestly don't know because I never discuss them often enough. Yeah. We'll leave it in. Okay. The Farley Brothers. (laughs) The directors. You know, stuck on you? Me? Whatever. What a weird movie that was. Man, what's Greg Kinnear up to these days? uh, Exactly. He's worth $8.5 million and he was... (laughs) He put out a mixtape in 2010. Guys, that was a really good callback. I just did. Yeah, I know. I was I was reveling in it over here. Were you? Mm-hmm. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Chuck Berry died. You guys see the, you see that video of him farting in a hooker's face? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not see that. Oh, man. Yeah, me neither. That's a gross thing to watch. Is that actually a thing? Yes. Ooh. Dan, your television has a uh, series of art as a screensaver. And right now we're looking at a portrait of of sisters Zanade and... Zanade and Charlotte Bonaparte. Right. Right. Zanade and Charlotte. Done by uh, Jacques-Louis David. Uh, and that's uh, there's no way that's not pronounced David. No, it's it's David. Jacques um, Louis David. Yeah, Jacques Louis Dave at the J. Paul Getty Museum. And let me tell you, they are haunting. They're looking at a piece of paper with what looks like a a uh, letter written on it, and there's also what looks to be a grasshopper on top. What's of the it. name of the actor who played Nightcrawler? Because that's who she looks like on the left. Oh yeah, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's it, Jake. J- Jake Gyllenhaal's. One of us was talking about the movie Nightcrawler. Well, one yeah, of I us meant, was talking about oh. the superhero Nightcrawler. That movie was great, though. Nightcrawler was great. You know what I think it is—the reason that I like Hugh Jackman. It's the same reason I like 
Tom Hanks and Bill Murray is that they seem like real people. They can, they have, I don't know how, what Bill Murray's range is necessarily, but I mean, Check he's done St. Vincent. Fantastic. Yeah. He was great in Garfield. Right. Yeah. So you've got, yeah. I like, uh, Bill, I like Bill Murray. Bill yeah. Murray's great. But the, um, I want to know that they can play a cool role and then also turn it off and be a real person. And yeah. I think for a lot of actors, they reach a cool level. Like, yeah. Jalen Hall, Heath Ledger, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Christian Bale, they're like good at acting because they are crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that kind of turns me off because it doesn't feel as much. It's still acting, but it feels like they're a little bit. They're not quite grounded people to begin with. So when they play crazy or play or like cry on camera or something, it's like, oh, you just had that ready. Like you're a little messed up to begin with. I don't know. And so when you see like an interview with an actor and they're a real person and then they can go like really deliver a haunting monologue or whatever, you're like, okay, that was some work for that person because they are also like a John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you haven't seen brief interviews with hideous men, it was a movie that he directed and also has a long monologue at the end. Uh, it is awesome. John Krasinski. Um, you think he'll be a superhero? I feel like he already is. Aww. Oh, that's very sweet. You're a sweet man. I mean, he just, his whole thing, he just feels like he's like a superhero in disguise already. <sighs> he. Uh, I wonder who he I would. don't. I don't I think I understand. Um, I just feel like at any moment during the office, he just like be like, "Oh, I gotta be right back," and then oh, just right, go right. and take care of yeah. some. Do you think he can get this pizza up, up on the roof? <laughs> I gotta go do a thing. Something like that. Pizza up on the roof? Yeah. What's that? He he asked Pam to take some pizza on take the pizza up on. Oh, the roof. Oh right, right. Yeah. And then he goes away for some, and then mm-hmm. and then he meets her upstairs. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what he's doing. Interesting. Um, speaking of that mild-mannered version of a superhero, I was re-watching the Christopher Reeves Superman. Yes, yeah, so the good. The first one. It is very good. I think the second one is the best. Yeah. Um, but they're all on Netflix, I think. Maybe Hulu. And uh, Do they have the, the return of Superman on there? Superman 4? I think so. Ooh. They definitely have uh, Quest for Peace. Which is a crazy movie that they went so significantly downhill, uh, but yeah, the first one is really good. I don't care about Superman still. We've established that. That why bother? But Christopher Reeves as Clark Kent is great. Yeah, I he, like, like he talks different. I had forgotten about that because I haven't seen it in years. But talks he gets nerdy. like a Goldblum stutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's the second one where he loses his powers, right? I think so. Because that's that's like my favorite. Because you get to see him like go up against a big dude, and he gets his ass kicked and drug across the bar. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's real fun. Um, 
But yeah, him um, him kind of stumbling through the Daily Planet, people yelling at him and everything. He's still enormous. He's still like a huge man, but nobody can tell that it's him somehow. I also read a thing that said he parted his hair different, like on the on the opposite side. Obviously, he has the curl when he's Superman, but like he parted it the opposite way when he was Clark Kent. So there was actually some like thought that went into they just throw a pair of glasses and a necktie on. Yeah, he's wearing some real cool hipster girl glasses. Like the same glasses that he's wearing in that movie are popular for girls in their early 20s now which is funny um anyway but yeah so anything that we want to promote we want to push um well uh i don't have any really solo personal stuff going on soon why is that just like to keep my calendar open for Anything that could arise, <laughs> you know, um, but we've got that thing Friday. Yep. We have uh, the three on three final four uh, coming up or we are going up against menage a trois intimidatingly sexy team and we will. Um... <laughs> Excuse me. And hopefully we'll see you there. At the Push County Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. It'll be Friday at 8. And, um, you know, we've been talking about writing some sketches. Uh, talking about writing some film sketches as well as potentially some live sketches. So it'll be fun to start scheduling stuff where we can perform together. Which, I'll tell you, one thing that I enjoyed the most about the previous uh, show, this last show... Our very first one was our first time we'd ever performed together. The second one, I felt good about the groove that we fell into pretty quick. We were having a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys felt that. Do you guys did. feel that? I felt it. When you came out grinding the coffee, Drew. It's mm, my signature move. <laughs> it is. I hope you bring it out again. Oh, uh, look closely and you'll see the coffee grinder everywhere. <laughs> hmm. I'd like to see a scene that's, that takes place somewhere like a carnival or something. Somebody's like, hey, come on. We're going to go do this thing. Like, one second. And you just run over to the side of the stage, grind some coffee, and then set it back down. Mm-hmm. Just shoehorn it into every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I think we have going on. Check out our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys get some time, check out our podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have to take a dump. So I'm going to use all right, Dan's well, facility. And we're going to all go take a dump. Yep. yep so we are. So big, big ups, ups to, to your fat heads. heads. When did that become our catchphrase? When he said it accidentally like three episodes ago. I like it. Thanks, Drew. J- join it. Feel free to join in next time. All right. Can we do it again? Nope.